spread the word. The JCPenney Friends and Family Sale is back. And this week, we're passing the savings on to you. Use your extra 30% off coupon to prep your home and style your family for Easter. That's extra savings on top of our great low prices. Plus, share your coupon with everyone you know and love. It's always better when we save together. JCPenney, make everybody count. Offer valid 311 through 317. Exclusions apply. See store or jcp.com for details. Welcome to Hashtag Gen Z. I'm your host, Megan Grace. Welcome back. This is episode 24 of Hashtag Gen Z. This is part two of a special three-part series focusing on how the COVID-19 pandemic is impacting Generation Z at all ages. If you tuned into the last episode, we started by discussing how the COVID-19 pandemic is impacting students in college. This episode will feature three high school students from across the country to share about their experiences so far and how life has changed since the pandemic began. My first guest is Madison. Madison is a junior in high school, and I start with Madison because her perspective as a junior is very different than my other two guests who are currently graduating seniors. I want to welcome my next guest, Madison, who's joining us. She is a junior in high school, and I'm really excited for her to be here and share more about her experience, especially in the last few weeks of being a junior in high school and thinking about how this is impacting her life as a student. So Madison, welcome. Hi, yes. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here and to share my experiences. Yeah, I'm excited for you to be here as well, and I'm so glad we got connected. So I'd love to hear, and I know others are very curious about how this is impacting life, is, especially for our high school students. Um, and you're in a unique position because you are junior going to be a senior next year. But let's talk about how the last few weeks of the pandemic and how COVID-19 has impacted your life in schooling. So this pandemic has taken away the opportunity of doing the things that I love, such as hiking, swimming, paddleboarding, and traveling. And it has created this new normal of wearing masks and gloves out in public. And it almost feels unreal. Um, And it's like it's almost being pulled straight out of a science fiction um, book. And online schooling has definitely been a big adjustment for both students and teachers. Um, And on a student perspective, it's definitely difficult not being able to have that in-person one-on-one consultation with my teachers. And I know that life has definitely changed and not being able to do some of the activities we love. And I think it is, it's very strange. It's really disorienting. You know, you brought up having to wear masks out in public, just something we've never had to even think about or think twice about. And now it's almost a new habit that we have, which is definitely a new frame of mind for all of us. You mentioned that you had quite a few hobbies, hiking, paddleboarding, traveling, doing a lot of things that probably involve leaving your house. Before the pandemic, how are you spending your time during social distancing and quarantining? Um, Well, during this time, obviously, I've been spending a lot of time in my house. Um, But while I've been in my house, I have been really focusing on myself, both physically and mentally, which I don't really get a lot of time to do while I'm at school um, because it's normally kind of crazy with school and extracurriculars and homework and all of that. And I have been 
going for walks and bike rides with my dog. I have been um, doing daily online workouts and some yoga and meditation. I have been spending lots of time outside on my patio with my family. And I have been FaceTiming my friends to keep in touch because I can't see them in person anymore. And that was definitely a big adjustment because I used to see them every day. And the last time I've seen them now is like the middle of March. And um, while being in this pandemic, I've been focusing on um, what I can control rather than what I can't control. And I just try to take it day by day rather than worrying about um, the next day or worrying about what comes in the future. It sounds like you're doing a great job of balancing a lot of different uh, ways to take care of yourself. Do you think there's anything that I know you mentioned that previously school kept you really busy and there were maybe some wellness practices that you weren't practicing prior. Are there any things that you've developed in you know the last few weeks and last month that you think you'll continue to do after the pandemic ends and we're able to kind of go about life uh, similarly to how we did before? Yes. So during this time, I've been doing, um, like I said, lots of at-home workouts and lots of um, yoga um, videos. And I realized that it really helps me clear my mind and kind of de-stress. So definitely after this um, is all over, I definitely do want to continue with those practices um, because it's important to um, focus on myself and how I feel as well as everything else. Well, and certainly as you, high school is definitely its own kind of stress because you're kind of building up and working towards college or whatever you're going to do after graduation and college is in your future. If that's something you're going to pursue, then um, that's definitely also a stressful environment. I'm glad you're picking up some good wellness practices before you before you head to that new phase of your life uh, in over a year. That's pretty wild to think about. But I think that finding time to work out, even if it's just 30 minutes a day or doing a yoga practice or doing something is, is such a great thing that you're working on and developing that habit. Yeah, it's really helped me and I'm looking forward to um, stay with it in the future. Good, good. We like to hear that. I'm not a yogi, but I know that a lot of people find it to be a really positive aspect of their life. So happy for you. So how do you think that COVID-19 and this pandemic is going to have long-term effects or long-term impacts um, for you and you know some of your peers and friends? Long-term, I think that my friends and I might not have the same opportunities um, and we might not be able to create the same memories that our parents have. And also, I have an older brother that has um, graduated college, and I have seen him um, go through high school and college, and I have seen him um, go through all those um, memories and making those memories. And I'm just worried that I might not have the same memories or have the opportunity to make those same memories um, because already things are being canceled at my high school, such as um, junior prom and retreats and banquets. And I'm also, um, I also think that travel opportunities um, won't be the same. Um, I was supposed to travel to South Africa this upcoming summer with my school. 
and um, with my friends, and that was canceled. And I don't think that I will be able to have another opportunity to travel 17 hours away and get to see the things that I would have seen in South Africa and to get to experience the safaris and the wildlife. Um, So I think that long term, a lot of things will change. And I think that a lot of people my age might not be able to have the same opportunities and have the same opportunities to create the lifelong term memories that um, our parents and older siblings have been able to create. Well, I'm, I'm hopeful that while you might not be able to go on your trip this summer, that um, your desire to travel will be able to be fulfilled um, in the future at some point. Hopefully, maybe it's study abroad or something, but um, I'm really optimistic that while we're postponing and canceling a lot of stuff, there are certain things that we'll still be able to to do down the road. Um, I'm so sorry to hear that your prom got canceled. That is definitely a memory that um, I remember having, and it was such a, a fun time to spend with friends. So I hope that you know next year you're able to make those memories and you can double down on them in, in your senior year, hopefully. Yeah, um, hopefully. Yeah, I think I'm really, really, I guess I'm probably like the biggest optimist about all of this that I think that if we're all very smart and we do our part by staying home and staying safe and doing our best not to spread disease, that we'll be able to get back to some semblance of our life before and that, you know, your senior year, you're still able to make memories. And I still remember a lot of the things of my high school senior year, and they were so fun and magical. And you hold on to those because they're such an important era of your life. So I'm crossing my fingers that everything's good and you can go back to school in the fall and have the best senior year possible. Yes, thank you. I think I'm doing the same over here too. I will keep, I will definitely keep wishing it into the universe for you. Two more questions for you. And they're kind of, they're kind of related. But first, let's talk about, you know, what is worrying you or what has worried you the most about COVID-19 and, and the pandemic? Um. So as we were just saying before, um, I am keeping my fingers crossed that things do go back to normal. Um, but honestly, I do have that little worry inside my head that things will not go back to normal and I will not be able to do the things that I have always planned to do um, because I might not be able to have like the normal rest of my high school career, like I mentioned before. And also um, college experience, um, think going, thinking about that and going into that, um, it just so- seems kind of crazy that like online schooling could possibly go into college um, and that I might not be able to have the opportunity to like live on campus. Um, yeah, that's, that's a, especially if you're looking forward to that and you want that to be a part of your college experience, not being able to do that would definitely be a big shift to how you've envisioned envisioned that experience. Yes, because remote learning, it's just like not the same. It's remote learning is just learning. And there's so many other things that you learn outside of the classroom at school that like, it's just might not be there for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Those are definite worries. And I think they're really validated. And I commend you for sticking with it and, you know, staying committed to your studies, even though they are def- they're facilitated in a definitely new way for you. 
But again, we gotta, we're going to keep, you and I are going to be positive teammates in this and we're going to wish it into the existence that it actually happens and you're able to get back to, to campus and getting into those fulfilling experiences that you loved having before. My last question for you, Madison, I think that this pandemic has given us a lot of time, obviously, at home to think about things and reflect on things. And I think one of the the areas that I've learned to be um, a space I like to go when I'm thinking about the pandemic is what it's allowed me to be grateful for and appreciative appreciative of. So what are some of the things that you've become grateful for um, during the pandemic? During this pandemic, I have um, really um, been appreciative of the little things in life. Um, I feel like before this pandemic, I took for granted um, the little things like being able to see my grandparents every day and being able to see my friends every day in person. And I also took for granted going to school. I never thought I would say it before, but I actually miss going to school, even though I would have to wake up at like 530 in the morning. Um, And I've just been really focusing on the positive and trying to focus on the positive. Um, But I've just been really appreciative towards the little things that I think I overlooked before this pandemic. Absolutely. I think it's allowed us to think about um, the things in our life that used to seem mundane and that were just, you know, seeing your grandparents. Oh, you know, you do that every day, but now you're like, man, I wish I could do that every day. It just, it changes the the perspective on things and going to school and seeing your friends and even going to the classes you don't even really like going to. Uh, I'm sure you even would wish to go back and, and be a part of those classes. So I hope that we all can carry some of the gratitude that we've developed for everyday things. As you've said, the little things in life, I think they're still really big and important. Um, We just see them every single day, so they might not seem as big. But I want to thank you for sharing your experiences and sharing how life has been for you as a student in the last few, few weeks. And I really just appreciate you sharing your story. Thanks, Madison. Yes, thank you so much for giving me the opportunity to share it. I next spoke with Luke, who's a graduating high school senior. With college on the horizon, there's a lot of excitement, but there's also a lot of uncertainty about what the future might hold. And I want to welcome my new friend, Luke, who is joining us. He is a graduating high school senior and certainly an interesting time to be one of those right now. And so uh, he has offered his time to be here and share some experiences of a, of a graduating high school senior right now. So welcome, Luke. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here. It's uh, definitely been an interesting time for everybody, but I can only imagine what life is like for you. So would you share a little bit more about how COVID-19 and this pandemic has, has impacted life for you and especially schooling? What's what's happened the most? Sure. So it's, it's pretty much changed everything. Um, you know, all, I think all senior year, everyone looks forward to all of the fun spring events. You have your senior prom, you have your final spring sports, and then you have all of the graduation activities. And so for me and my classmates, we've been looking forward to that for year, pretty much our whole lives. And then all of a sudden we realize that it's not going to happen. And that's, I think it's difficult for us because it was nothing that we we didn't expect it. We didn't really know what to do when we found out. And so it really has changed our whole outlook on what we're looking forward to and even our day-to-day lives because um, I I live in Virginia. And so the school system that I go to has made all grades final, 
So I really have minimal work at this point, which I expected this to be one of my busiest times of the year. And so it was weird going from a crazy busy life where it feels like nothing ever stops and you have no time at, at all. And then all of a sudden you have all the time in the world, but you're at home all the time and you can't interact with anyone outside of your house. And so I think that's been a really difficult change um, for me and my classmates, but we're slowly coming to terms with our new reality and trying to make the best of it, I guess. I can imagine it's a a lot of like probably – I've used the term energy whiplash of where you're at as a second semester senior in high school. And I remember being there and being so excited for things like prom and senior celebration and award ceremonies and all of these things that – in some ways might seem like the the frosting to life are really, really important though. And to go from preparing to all of that to essentially just being home is I'm sure just a really, really big change for you. Um, what are some ways that you're still thinking about and celebrating or um, experiencing some of those celebrations and important moments? Because I know that some schools are doing some stuff to continue to to have that celebratory nature, but what are some ways that um, you're trying to find meaning in wrapping up your last year of high school? It's been everyone in the school system and really throughout throughout where I'm from is has done an amazing job of trying to take this obviously super unfortunate and unprecedented situation and trying to make the best of it. And so our school system is trying to figure out the best way. We haven't really had answers yet, but we've heard that, you know, our, our, the school board and superintendent are trying to come up with some sort of graduation, whether it's postponed to late summer or some sort of online, um, online ceremony. And so we feel comforted that, you know, we know that we have advocates in the county and we have advocates in the government who are trying to make the best of this and trying to give give us the honor that we were expecting and giving us the attention that we were expecting. Um, so they have been doing a great job. It's just at this point, it feels like there's more questions than answers, which obviously this is unprecedented. So no one could have a plan, which is completely understandable. And so we just hope that at the end of the day, we end up having something where, you know, we can see our classmates again because there was it was a random thursday where we were sitting in class and all our phones buzzed saying oh school's canceled tomorrow and we were like oh that's that's exciting and then school was canceled for two weeks and then school was canceled for the year and so we never even got to have that last day of high school where you say goodbye to everyone and that is so difficult and we hope that there's a way where we can see everyone again you know whether it be the summer or some later time but um Obviously, that all revolves around when COVID can subside. And so our school system is doing a great job of trying to keep us informed and updated and trying to come up with something to honor us. Well, and it sounds like you and your peers are doing a very good job of staying mature in all of this. I'm sure there's a lot of people that are really saddened by this and might not see the severity of it. And I'm really proud of you for being um, having clarity around this and being patient and knowing that you know, people are there to support you. And as you mentioned, you have advocates that are not only worried about your safety, but that you get those really important moments. And mm-hmm. um, it, it does, it, it it illuminates the importance of not like living every day, like to the fullest, but you know, you wish you could go back and be like, man, that random Tuesday where I was not feeling math class, I wish I, you know, got a little more out of it, or I was exactly. uh, invested in a different way. But I'm, I'm hopeful that you're going to have that opportunity to, to have your last goodbye with your peers and spend time with them before you go your separate ways for college. But 
let's talk a little bit more. You know, now that you are at home and you are hanging out, you're hopefully doing a little bit of classwork. Maybe I'm not sure. Um, but how are you spending your time during social distancing and quarantining? I am. It's it's changed so much. Um, the school that I go to, we have this service project in the program that I'm in. Senior year, you do this 30-hour community, huge service project. And so mine was a charity cornhole tournament, and it was March the 7th. And so it was the last Saturday before school was canceled. And so I was able, I put in tons and tons, hours and hours of work for this. And then all of a sudden, I had no work. And so it felt like I had this void where it was like, I was spending so much time on this project. Now it's over. And now I don't even have, you know, the school for seven hours a day that I expected. And so it left me with a lot of free time, which felt so interesting because never, you know, it always felt like we were always running around and trying to do things. And we're always so busy that we never had time to just, you know, sit down and read a book. And so in the last few weeks, I've, I've read a book for the first time. And since for the first time, not during the summer, maybe ever. And, or at least not for school. And I have been trying to work out more. I'm a big runner. And so my outdoor track season was canceled, but I'm trying to, you know, go out and get some exercise, get some fresh air. My family has been going on walks a lot. We've just been trying to, um, spend time together and enjoy the time we have because, you know, I'm going off to college soon. And so it's really one of the last times when I'll have a six month period where I'm not doing anything and we're all home together. And so we're trying to, enjoy that at least and you know at least stay motivated and keep you know we have classes once a week with or we have meetings once a week with all of my classes and just trying to have something to look forward to to keep going through this you know this grind and this um lack of things to do and lack of things to look forward to because like i mentioned earlier all of that of those things were canceled is what all of my peers were looking forward to and so we're trying to find new things to look forward to and new things to work towards and so that's been a process and it's been a change, but I think there have been some positives that have come out of it. Well, good. I'm glad to hear that. I know it's uh, it's definitely not an ideal, but I'm glad you're saying some silver linings and um, good for you for reading a book. I wish I could say the same for myself, mm-hmm. but it's not my my GM right now, but I've, I've definitely picked up some things that I've been wanting to get into for a while. So mm-hmm. I'm glad to hear that you're also spending time with your family. That's so important. So let's think about long-term, if you could envision life in a year or two, how do you think this pandemic is going to impact you and your peers in the long term? I think everyone talks about, you know, my peers and my generation as a generation that's tied to their phones because we've grown up in an era when phones have existed and the internet has existed. And I think a common complaint about our generation and our our age group is that we're on our phones way too much and we don't enjoy social in-person interaction. And I think this quarantine has led to my peers and I all wanting to have in-person social interaction. And it seems so counterintuitive because it's like, oh, you would think our generation would feel most comfortable like this. But I think we're all realizing the importance of that in-person communication and that face-to-face interaction that we can't have now. And so I think it's going to lead to an, in- an increased interest and an increased excitement about in-person activities and, you know, putting your phones down when you're at a restaurant with your friends and just hanging out and talking. And I think there'll be a greater emphasis on that, especially for us young people, and that now 
we really have learned the importance and the value that we place on that in-person communication. Yeah, I think that, I mean, I've been studying that aspect of your generation for a while now. And I've always said that you all prefer in-person, but you might not always practice it. And so I I agree with you. I'm curious to see how this might uh, impact that uh, push towards practicing in-person communication more and appreciating it in the moments that we do have together. So I'm hopeful that'll happen for you. So we've kind of talked a little bit about this, and this is uh, what is worrying you the most about this pandemic. I'm I'm concerned, you know, for the health of my, you know, not necessarily me as much, but the people that I could pass COVID on to. I have, you know, grandparents who live near here that are 87 and 83, and I am worried about them. You know, I'm worried about their health, and I'm worried about, you know, the people that I could potentially pass you know, uh, this disease onto. And so I'm really worried about the health and well-being of my relatives and my loved ones and people that I really care about that are very susceptible to this. Um, and so I'm just trying to do everything I can to prevent that spread and, um, do everything I can to try to get this to pass as soon as possible. Good. And you know, it's the young people where that we're needing to, to have that mature look outlook on it. And then knowing that everybody knows somebody that could be impacted by it. It's like, mm-hmm. my parents could be, your grandparents could be, and we gotta, we gotta stay inside so we can save the people we love and our community members. So I appreciate your outlook on that so much. Um, but I want to leave us on a little bit more of a higher note. You've kind of talked a little bit about some of the things that you've come to appreciate more, but if you can think about something that you've um, grown in gratitude about, what is something that you've become more grateful for or appreciative of uh, as a result of the pandemic and social distancing? I think I'd say I'm grateful for my family. You know, I've spent, you know, I mean, I've always spent time with my family and we always eat dinner together, but I think being able to have this time where just hours each day we get to spend together, where we're not busy running around to five different practices or meetings or whatever, but all been at home together for three weeks. And I'm really thankful for that because I've gotten to, you know, my family's always been close, but we've been able to really like enjoy that experience together. And, you know, as I'm looking off to college, like I mentioned earlier and realizing that, you know, I'm not going to be living at home forever. I think this has been an awesome way in order to spend time with them and enjoy every moment that I have with them. Um, because it's really freed up so much time for all of us to be able to enjoy each other's presence and really, um, uh, really do well with that. Good. I'm glad you have that support system with your family and you're able to spend time with them. They're such an important part of life. And as you're heading off to college, I think that these memories are going to be really important and you'll hopefully hold on and cherish those um, as you head off. And I um, know it's not an ideal time, but sometimes we have to find that silver lining and I'm glad that you have. Well, Luke, I want to thank you so much for spending some time with me today, sharing a little bit more about your experiences and your outlooks um, on this pandemic. It's certainly nothing we can plan for. No one can ever plan entirely for a pandemic or prepare for it, but it seems like you and, and some of your peers that you go to school with are, are really doing your very best to get through it. And I wish you the very best as we all continue to do our part, stay home, stay safe and healthy. But um, especially I'm very proud of everything you and your peers are doing and everything that's ahead for you. Thank you so much. And my final guest this episode is Alexia, another graduating senior who's sharing about her concerns and hopes for life beyond graduation and what the future might hold for her time in college. 
to welcome my new friend, Alexia, to today's conversation. Um, We're picking up and we're talking about how COVID-19 and the coronavirus pandemic is impacting young people today and really focusing on high school students. And so I'm joined by a high school senior, um, Alexia. Welcome. Hi, thank you for having me. (laughs) Thank you. I'm so glad we were able to be connected and that you're willing to come on and share a little bit about how life has been. I'm sure it's definitely not how you were envisioning wrapping up high school and kind of taking the next steps in your education. But let's talk a little bit about how COVID-19 has impacted your life and schooling the most. Yeah, I mean, it's really weird, especially for us seniors, as you said, and all of our classes are now online through Zoom. I'm extremely thankful for Zoom because without that, I don't know if any other application would be able to support our classes and have us, you know, keep business as usual for in terms of our classes, in terms of our scheduling and everything. So I'm really thankful for that, that we're able to continue. But of course, it's, it is a bummer in terms of us not being able to be on campus. So that's unfortunate. What are you missing most? I mean, the obvious ones are wrapping up classes and graduation, but what are some other aspects about your school life that you're missing right now? Of course, like the biggest thing that comes to me is my friends and my classmates, but something that I think is at the very least equal to missing them is I miss my teachers and the administration because they're so amazing up at Garces. And I miss being able to just like walk around campus. There's I don't know if many other high school students at other high schools can feel the same, but I know many of us seniors and the students at Garces in general that we just love being on campus. And there's just, you know, there's like so much pride up there. So that's definitely one thing I miss, just being able to walk around class to class on campus, seeing my teachers. For those who are putting two and two together, yes. Alexia and I went, or I went to the same high school as Alexia and I can like feel, I remember being a senior and I loved that school. I loved the people there. It's a small school, so you feel like you know everyone and your community is so close-knit. And I honestly, I can't imagine what it would be like. Um, And my heart really does go out to you. It's such a special experience going to school there any year. But your senior year especially, they do such a good job at celebrating you all and really cheerleading you on to your next phase in life and making sure that everything is, is ready to go for that. And so my heart goes out to you. I just, I... I really want you to know that all the accomplishments that you have achieved, I know you're quite the athlete in the area as well. Like all of the, all of the accomplishments that you have achieved in your time in high school are not going away. And Garces is always going to be proud of you no matter what you do and where you go. And so you might not get the wrap up of your educational experience there, but know that there's such a support and a community around you still cheering you on for those accomplishments. And that goes to all the seniors that are graduating right now. Your accomplishments don't go away just because you aren't having that last two months or month and a half of school that you normally would. So cheers to you. You've accomplished so much and we're proud of you. Yeah, thank you so much. And I think Garces has been really good about that. They've been doing, you know, Instagram and social media shout outs for us seniors and for the athletes. And they've been kind of recapping what we did for our season. So I think they're doing their best on their end to make sure that we get the recognition that we deserve, even though it's not, you know, during my tennis season, it's still just wrapping up and, you know, showcasing what I did do while during my three and a half years on campus. 
And that's still so important. It's definitely like, I don't like saying the new normal because that's not really, I don't ever think that we'll ever go back to the old normal, but I don't think this is how we're going to live our lives forever, hopefully. But I think it's going to challenge, especially some schools and organizations to learn new ways of emulating those important celebrations and emulating new ways. And so I'm glad to hear that, that Garces is doing that for you all and still providing ways uh, to celebrate you and to, to make you feel special because you definitely deserve it at this time. Yeah, actually, our ASB class during we wake up at eight every other morning and we get on ASB. And it's kind of it's kind of interesting because normally we'd be in our class, you know, making posters and preparing a rally or doing whatever, you know, necessary like student body, like student council activity we needed to do. But a couple days ago, we actually came up with each student had to come up with a new way to like improve, you know, Garces like morale for us students, you know, through social media. And so they've been, you know, utilizing that on our Garces ASB page. And so that's been really nice to see not only our ideas, but like, you know, a good booster every other day or so. That's awesome. I'm so glad to hear that they're doing that and they're utilizing your voice as students and the student leaders on campus have the opportunity to contribute and and shape some of that. And who knows, some of that might actually carry on after life goes back to being able to to be in person and go to school on campus and enjoy that that in-person experience. So, you know, thinking about the fact that you all are home and spending time in social distancing or quarantine, however you want to, to frame it. How are you spending your time to to stay busy, to stay occupied? What are you doing? I mean, I wish I was doing a little more. It's very hard to fall into the laziness of everyday life. And especially this past week was my spring break. So I especially had a hard time over this week. But at least during while we have school, I'm occupied from 8 to 1.30 on one day and 8 to 2.50 on another day. So that takes up a good chunk of my time. And then, of course, I have homework directly after. But other than that, I before um, one of our country clubs that I used to play at, play tennis at, before that closed, I was going to play tennis about every other day over there. And then that closed recently. So I've just been forced to, like, I go on a run pretty much every day. Yesterday I went swimming and I've been watching a lot of movies, but just kind of doing, you know, around the house activities that are suitable for this time. How are you staying connected with some of your peers? So actually, this is pretty funny. If we started Zoom, of course, with the school, but one of my friends made an account. So we all Zoomed together. And um, so we did that a couple, about a week ago. And then what we also do is we all go meet up. There's a park and we like center our, we like get in like a big car circle and we center our um, the back of our cars to the middle and we all pop open our trunks and we sit in our cars and we talk and we'll be out there for like three hours just talking and you know hanging out of course at a safe distance from each other that's good I'm glad you're still able to do that um, our hometown has no shortage of large parking lots that you can hang out exactly so, um, <laughs> glad you're able to do that and still see your friends so thinking into the future like if you were able to do that how do you think this pandemic is going to impact you and your peers in the long term. I know you're heading off to college soon, but if you think a year, two years down the road, what would you guess are going to be some of the ways that this is going to impact you long term? Well, hopefully, I mean, of course, I'm going to college in September. So hopefully most of this will be cleared up and that we'll be given the green light to go ahead and go move into college rather than have to do our first quarter and or semester online. But so I think all of my close friends, at least that's what we're concerned about most now that, you know, we know the call of our senior year, we know what happened there. So I think that's our biggest fear. And depending on whether or not we're able to go to 
college in the fall. I think that will be probably the biggest impact on us. But I think also my friends and, you know, the community is going to be, hopefully will be more careful in terms of, you know, what goes, like what happens next, you know, in like for parties or when you go out and about and just, you know, being careful and being extra cautious when you're around for the next, you know, a couple of years at the very least. I keep joking that when we enter society, everyone's going to be so good at hand washing anymore. Like no one has an excuse. We should be like the cleanest society <laughs> in the world at this point. I'm hopeful. Yeah. I'm hopeful. But so you mentioned that you're definitely – you and your peers are definitely worried about as graduating seniors being able to almost have like a normal college experience in that first year. Are there any other things that, you know, are worrying you maybe beyond school about COVID-19? I mean, not particularly myself because I feel like – you know, as my high school life wraps up, my college life starts. And I feel like, you know, that's pretty much what you do for, you know, you do high school for four years, and then you go to college, your undergrad for four years. And I feel like that's pretty much what my life what I'm looking forward to in my future. But of course, you know, all families are affected by this all. I mean, I haven't seen my grandparents in I feel like four weeks. So of course, I'm thinking of stuff like that. And that also impacts me because I haven't been able to get together and see my family. And we've always done a big gathering the night before Easter. And we weren't able to do that this year. So that was, you know, that was a bummer. But aside from that, seeing family is just the main thing aside from the school activities. And so I always like to wrap up a little bit on a higher note. And this is just a, a weird time to even be thinking about how can we be positive? How can we be hopeful? But during this time, what has made you most appreciative or what have you been most grateful for during this time? Well, I can honestly say that for the, you know, seven, six months that I was on campus this year, I like really felt that I appreciated it every day. And like, I didn't know why I didn't really realize, you know, obviously, I can't <laughs> look into the future, and I couldn't tell what was going to happen. But looking back on it, I'm so thankful that I did appreciate every moment that I had, because one day we just did not come back. We all my friends were making jokes like, oh, today's our last day. And we completely meant it jokingly. And of course, we would not want that to happen. But it did happen. So I'm very appreciative. Like I remember at my last football game, I'm a cheerleader. And I grabbed my phone and I took a picture of the field of like what I saw when I looked out off of my box where my box was where my box sat on the 50. And um, so I did little things like that so that I would remember and appreciate all of my moments on campus and with teachers and with my friends. Absolutely. It's it's those memories where you're like, we didn't know it was our last fill in the blank. Some of those are built into high school. Like you you know it's your last football game, you know it's your last pep rally, you know it's your last XYZ, but you know, you didn't expect for it to be your last lunchtime with your friends or, you know, your last fill in the blank class with your favorite teacher. And so it does. It makes you appreciative of the moments that you do have. And I appreciate your perspective on that. Well, Alexia, mm -hmm. thank you so much for spending some time sharing your experiences um, and, and giving a little insight onto what student life is like for some of our graduating seniors right now. Yeah, of course. Thank you so much for having me. You're so welcome and good luck with everything in the future. And we'll be cheering you on no matter what. Thank you. I'd like to thank Madison, Luke, and Alexia for joining me this episode. For high school students, there are so many moments and memories they're missing out on. Prom, award ceremonies, senior celebrations, and saying goodbye to peers and teachers. But despite missing these important moments, they're staying committed to school, remaining adaptable, and keeping up hope that things will feel a little bit more normal come fall. And I want to thank you for tuning into this episode. 
We'll have one more episode in this special three-part series where I'll be chatting with some young Gen Zers who are between the ages of 10 and 13 and represent elementary and junior high students. You won't want to miss part three of this special series, so please make sure you rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. But after this three-part series, I'll be delaying the start of season three to later in 2020. On that note, I'm still finalizing some plans for season three, so if you have a topic you'd like me to explore or a guest you'd like to be featured, please let me know. You can connect with me through my website, meganmgrace.com, or find me on social media on Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Thank you all so much for tuning in, and wherever you are, I hope you're staying safe and healthy. Let's continue this conversation in part three, and we'll chat soon. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.